Hello and welcome everybody to Dyslexic episode 18. Yes, that's 18 episodes. I can't believe it. You can't believe it. Nobody can believe it. But she's it's legal. happening. And she's legal. <laughs> <laughs> this week, court is in session once again. Because today's case in theme park court is Disney meet and greets versus Universal meet and greets. Ooh. Ooh. Do, do, do. Grab the axe. <laughs> With me today, I have Corey. Hello. And I have Mel. Konnichiwa. I'm just kidding, I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> <That's> my, <laughs> that this is my favorite thing you do every time you come on this show. <laughs> I never planned it and I need to learn some more greetings. <laughs> I'll help you. I know I know how to say hello in 11 different languages. Oh my Don't, god. Wow. Do got... not get that confused with I know how to speak 11 different <laughs> languages. <laughs> I can say hello so I can go around Epcot and we're good. But you can hello. do a meet and greet in hello. 11 different languages. I could. A meet and greet with such a huge social media star as myself. Oh. Y'all didn't see it, but I flipped my long, non-existing share hair. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> you flipped your air. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't remember, a theme park court is an episode where I put a debate based on theme parks, and one of my guests is in favor of one section, and the other one is in favor of the other. Today, Corey's going to be in favor for Disney meet and greets, and Mel is going to be in favor for Universal meet and greets. Done, done. Bye, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I don't even have to add music to this episode. <laughs> no, I'll soundtrack the whole thing myself. <laughs> the whole time you listen, just going back on. I'll just cover copyrighted music so you can use that. I'll do like, I can do nice. like, like Disney area music. Like, yes. uh, try to think of a good one. I was so. going to try to do Adventureland, but I don't think I can sing drum. <laughs> You know, I, I would I say that, but I do it all the time. I play in my car, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Never mind. You beat me. You got it. But in theme park court sessions, there there are three sections in each one. And this one in particular, section number one, are the meet and greet setup. So how they're set up, and is it the most convenient, et cetera, and so on. Uh, section two is the character interactions. Are the character interactions better at one place or the other? And three is the notoriety of the characters you're meeting. Are the characters pretty noticeable? Or are they from the major films? Or are you just meeting kind of a hodgepodge of this and that? Which, let's be honest, both both are already kind of a hodgepodge of this and that, whether you want to admit it or not. Mm, oh God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but pretty much. That's just how it works. <laughs> so... To uh, get us started, I think we're going to start with Corey for section one. The meet and greet setups. Corey is in session. All right. Well, the setups, um, it's very, you're talking about Disney setups with your meet and greets. It's very, it varies so much. Um, you have really good setups, in my opinion, such as Ariel's. I think Ariel's setup is really nice. Um, you know, the Ariel's Grotto or whatever you call that. Um, I think they do a really good job there with that. And then you have others, um, you know, you have one of my favorite meet and greets personally is the Monsters Inc. one with Mike and Sully. I Absolutely. object. 
Oh no. Have you seen that video? I don't actually object, but have you seen that video when Mike Wazowski's arm fell off? Oh no. <laughs> have you seen the one where Mike Wazowski fell over? Of course. Yes. <laughs> For those no. reasons alone, you cannot say that that's your favorite movie. Oh, no. Uh, sustained. Dang, I can't continue now. No, no, Shoot. go on, go on. I don't no, even know what that means. No, I don't watch court shows. <laughs> that means that means you that means you're holding you're upholding the objection. So I gotta move on. Oh but no. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Unsustained. Overruled is what you're looking for. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Can you not tell I went to Harvard? <laughs> you did, didn't you? I yeah, did. I think you. I think you probably went for a campus tour and then left. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. I love it. All right. No. Is this considered? Is this is, is that considered contempt of court? Um, oh, is it? I love contemporary court. Okay, continuing. <laughs> 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 We've got the contemporary court and the contemporary resort. No. no. <laughs> is, I'm so sorry, Corey. I've ruined no. the whole thing. Please. It's continue. all good. I love it. I, I'm I'm dying over here. <laughs> but no, for real. Like, like I was gonna say, I like the, I like meeting Mike and Sully a lot. I'm a big fan of them too. But the like where it's located is just kind of tossed in there. It honestly is. Um, it's not like it doesn't fit in. Now I really like the new Edna Mode meet and greet. I think that's awesome. Uh, which, I haven't seen it yet, but I really want to. It just looks too cool. She's she is too fabulous. Like it's just I, I like it over there. But it's it's really cool. Uh, like I said, though, and then of course, you know, um, you know, meeting all the princesses because you can meet every princess in Magic Kingdom now, can't you? Like all of them, can't you? I meet don't all think of them? you can meet all of them, but I know you. I know you can meet all of the princesses of the official lineup. It, excuse me, in Walt Disney World at some point. I okay. think except Moana, she just pops up every once in a while. Oh, I don't know. Moana was Moana was really consistent in Adventureland for a hot minute, but I don't. Really? She was the last time she was there. Also, when has she actually been inducted into the official lineup? Yeah, she actually has, so. but like she didn't have a she didn't have a coordination or anything. Yeah, no, they just kind of threw her onto the website. And her well, website. Well, welcome oh, okay. in, welcome in. No, yeah, not for real. Like, yeah, I, I of course the meeting the Disney princesses is. Um, I think that's really awesome. Uh, Merida is my favorite. Uh, Merida Merida meets at Epcot a lot, I believe, don't she? No, she's I got th- her own little like area in Magic she Kingdom. She does. She's even does got she? little. She's got animatronic bears, and they've got like coloring, really? archery class. Yes. It is really cute. It's Dang. it's really cool because it, it used to be a bell meet and greet, and then they did it for Rapunzel, okay. and it's been Merida for years, which is really. Jeez. I find it kind of interesting because I know she wasn't like the most pop. I know she's not like the most popular yeah, she's princess, definitely not, yeah. but there is but always a line. I've there never is. not because I've only met her there like two or three times because there is always a huge line. Yeah, I think I think it's just because she is one of those characters that's really fun to meet. She's not like the other princesses where they tend to have to be somewhat prim and proper. Exactly, uh, she's but Merida can wild. be a little. Yeah, she's a little wild, more wild and free and yeah. goofy. And who doesn't love a meet and greet with a 19-year-old underpaid college student who can barely do a Scottish accent? <laughs> Why are you coming for me? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let's be honest, you're not 19. Oh. Uh, that is true. Oh. My birthday is next week. Next week. Did you have to think about it? I did. Hmm. 
I'll take it though. Anyways. So now we really know I'm not 19 because I can't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I just turned 25, so I'm you know I'll be all right. But um, I'll be okay. I'm I'm just that seeing that seeing me turn 25 I was just kind of like, hmm, I'm gonna be 30 in five years. <laughs> it's not even I'm 25 it's oh, I'm so close to 30 yeah I just turned 23 and I'm like Mm-mm, I, don't, I already don't like it right I'm turning 23 next week and I'm like huh well, yeah that's a number anyways continue with okay. locations and locations sets. and setups all right back on that um this is one thing I will say um I don't think Disney I know I'm, I'm for Disney but I don't think Disney is the best on their setups like Toy Story Land setups are really awful in my opinion Mm-hmm. They're literally just sitting on the side, you know, not really, there's not really a specific, like there is meet, specific meet and greet areas, but um, they're, they're really just kind of there, you know what I mean? Um, I do, I, there's plenty of them that I, uh, I do like, but I think, I think Ariel's Grotto, that's one of my favorite, the little grotto that they have from her, I really like mm-hmm. that, that is a really strong one, um, that, that's probably the strongest one I could you know, give an argument for. Have you been to Launch Bay? I have not. See, Kylo Ren is also another really one that I've heard that's awesome, mm-hmm. and I've seen videos of it. Uh, I heard Kylo Ren is a really awesome meet and greet to do. He is, and I know I'm not on the pro Disney side, yeah, because I've been to Disney World relatively recently with meet and greets. Yeah. And just to add to this with setup, the reason I brought that up, like Ariel's Grotto, yeah, Launch Bay is set up with multiples of each character meeting at yeah, once, which vastly moves the line along. For faster. sure. Yeah, because you can, because you can meet. Can't you meet Chewbacca and uh, Ray? And, uh, right, right, but like they're they're at any given point. There's two Kylo Rens in, like, oh, okay. in two separate spaces, and they I close the door saying. between each group. They move the wall over, and then they send I, you to the other side. Ariel's Grotto is the same way. I, I, there's either two or three Ariels. Okay. There's two or three different rooms that they're in. That's I didn't even know that. I didn't know that uh-huh. either. I, That's why see? they take you uh, like one group at a time, and they take you around a corner. Like when they ask you to stop. Then they guide you to where you go to wait. They're taking you to different spaces. So it's a way to move the line along. There's multiples of each character working at one time. And it, it God, it is very efficient. Uh, you're just, you're just right. You're, you're doing my whole section for me. Thank <laughs> that, you. I'm just saying, I didn't even know that happened. I didn't know, like, I didn't know they passed it. That, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. They do it in, uh, uh, I think they also do it in Princess Fairy Tale Hall. I was gonna say, I was like, Princess Fairy Tale Hall could probably do that because it's a large space. Yeah. yeah. So there's, like, I mean, it there's used like to be two, an attraction. Two whatever like two of everything yeah do they do the same thing at character spot Um, they don't do it at character spot okay well well um uh not exactly but i know there is a fast pass side and a standard side oh because i've been on both Hmm. like it's not exactly the same but it's it's somewhat similar. similar okay yeah so there's definitely walls where you're like if you're on the fast pass side you're not gonna know yeah anybody else is on the other side but anyways, yeah, I, like I said, they they have their pros and cons both. But I, there's uh there's some really good setups and uh, uh, you know, it's just really cool. That was some really awesome information, Mel. I, I thought that was awesome. Mel was yep. on top of that one. Thank you. I remember when I first noticed it with Kylo Ren because you like you get to the end of like the queue part and there's a big door and they ask you how many and they open the door and then I noticed that like the first wall that you see is always it's just like at a strange angle and I was like yeah. why do they build it that way and I was when Kylo Ren first arrived oh, girl you have no idea how obsessed I was <laughs> I was legit going to Hollywood Studios almost every day after class just to go meet with Kylo Ren what a daddy um and <laughs> 
is. He's tall. He wears all black, and he's mean. He and I love it. I'm like, yes, tell me I'm worthless. Um, <laughs> so, oh, one time he like heavily implied I was ugly, and it was the best thing ever. Oh my god. I was like, I came in and and I don't know, I was with a friend and I was like, look at her shirt, it's got space on it. You're from there, right? And he was like, No. And I was like, Oh, that's not true. Um and then I said, At least I still look cute. And he said, No. And I was like, Oh, oh. It was sad but anyways. So I was going there a whole lot and I went and I realized, hey, the wall that was angled weird is now angled weird, but in the opposite direction. And I realized that it's a it's a moving wall that moving they slide wall. back and forth and it angles you to one hallway or the other. That's awesome. Yeah. My mind is blown. I love yeah, that. Thank that you. is really cool. You're welcome. We love efficiency. We do love efficiency. And, we and really love efficiency. That, there's a third Kylo Ren that meets in Wash Bay for the um, the the Disney Visa Mastercard exclusive meet and greet. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. So the big wigs can have their meet and greet by themselves, right? I'm sure they can. It just makes I, me yeah. think about like, yeah, we could have like a Kylo Ren gangbang. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. There's Ooh, three of them oop. there at once. And I oop. And I oop. <laughs> <laughs> Better watch out, Ray. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, so now we're going to move over to Mel. Mel, tell us about the setups about Universal and um, why they should win this uh, court case. Alrighty. Well, for the most part, there is no setup. <laughs> um, Universal meet and greets uh, are very heavily focused on free roaming, borderline random interactions Mm -hmm. uh which i think is a a lot more like what old school disney old school disneyland was into Mm -hmm. um you have tons of characters who have a a set general area but no meet and greet location beetlejuice comes to mind is like the most obvious he can Mm -hmm. pretty much roam his way all the way up and down hollywood in the horror makeup lobby in the horror makeup show yeah and all the way around the corner to the front of mel's so He's sort of got a huge area he can roam. He also doesn't have an attendant, which I think is a bonus of a lot of Universal meet and greet characters. Yeah, a I lot assume. of them either have no attendant or they just have a very non-invasive attendant. Yep, um, somebody that's just I think kind of Disney in the bag. Character attendants can get almost too into it, and they want to be part of the show. And I yeah. get it, but you're not. No, I, I agree 100 percent on that. They're they some of the attendants want to be too much part of it and they shouldn't be even part of it at all honestly it's just a little you know just enough to help you know assist assist yes. the character and that's it right and i'm like i love when you know when a, a good character attendant is with like a, an animated character instead yeah. of a face character and they yeah and that's fantastic give and that's different yeah that's different yeah um you know oh mickey thinks you know you're cute or whatever yeah. like you know yeah. things like that i'm into that but sometimes i feel like well not feel like i know for a fact a lot of people who work in character attending in both places are people who want to move into performing at some point and are doing that as a as a placeholder entertainment job yeah mm-hmm. so you know sometimes that kind of shows i'm um, not gonna lie and i feel like it's a little less invasive at universal um, Agree. and i like so i actually really like the lack of set locations um i like that the uh who's i gonna talk about what do i have in my notes well, I like the spontaneity of it. I like that you walk mm-hmm. around and you feel like you just sort of, oh my God, it's Betty Boop. Like, yep. you're just there, you know? Well, and, and there are um, there are some good meet and greets, especially at some of the seasonal stuff. I'll help you out on that one. There, there are, like, the, the Grinch meet and greet is I have that superb. in my list, yep. Yeah, well, those are... I kind of that's something I really like about Universal is because when you walk around it it is kind of like a surprise you're like 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's Doc Brown. There's yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Doc, oh. The, yeah, there's Papa and Olive Oil in the prop shop, and they're just walking around and looking yep. at yep. stuff, helping you shop, and it's great. Exactly. So, I think the spontaneity of it is great. It also leads to really short lines. Yeah, um, it does. I've never waited more than two people deep to take a picture with Beetlejuice, despite him being probably the most popular character in that park, other than maybe like minions. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, I, I think so. As far as like someone that people want to take a picture with, Beetlejuice is up there. Um, and it leads to all kinds of, of just wild moments to have them roaming around like that. So big fan of that. And as far as permanent setups, I actually really like what they have with Spider-Man with the green screen. I think that's oh, yeah. kind of unique yeah. and cool. And also one time I accidentally wore green pants that were the exact same color nice. as the screen. And oh my God, it was funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just a floating male, you're like. Floating torso. <laughs> full floating oh, torso like we didn't buy the awesome. picture but they did the green screen thing just to show us because they thought it'd be funny that's um, awesome and then you also have things like um as far as the setup goes like in marvel when you have the uh the whole motor motorcycle four-wheeler brigade that comes out and then they yep. get yes. off and have their meet and greets yeah the little canem spiders exactly. they come riding out yep i think that's a really unique way to bring the characters out they could just well, walk you know or well I, well I was gonna say too it's really awesome the the pre-announcements building up to the, the them coming out it's awesome too like I, it just it is because you're like oh my gosh here comes storm and rogue which are personally my two favorites oh my gosh here comes captain america like they're on their way and they just zoom past and you're like <gasps> the convenience stores of speedway i'm sorry <laughs> sorry you said you're, i'm sorry you said you were on your way i'm uh, i also like the setup for the um the night bus the night bus attendant. Um, I do too. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's. I, I like that. That he's just there with his bus. He is. I know. You know? He's just hanging yeah. out. It's he's awesome. He's just chilling. Yeah. It's very. It, it feels more relaxed. And a Disney meet and greet, you wait in a line. You wait in a line. You get there. I don't want to say you feel rushed, but you are aware that there are people in line behind you. I will say. I will say this about Disney meet and greets. I don't know if you fellas feel the same, but I feel like when adults meet and greet with with characters, like. I feel like I get rushed because I'm an adult rather than a child. I get rushed a lot. I, um, I do it's so. very hit or miss. Yeah. I mean, there's some meet and greets that are fantastic. Like, um, I met Aurora on my last trip, and I was not rushed a bit. Same That's with Mary awesome. Poppins. Not even a little bit. Mary they Poppins let me stay there so for awesome. as long as I wanted. I We were having a good chat. Yeah. Um, Mary Poppins, is, I love it. Fantastic! You could literally ask mm-hmm. her anything, and it's just she just tell you. Yeah, you can. But uh, like when I met Tiana and Rapunzel, it was like, okay, you got the picture, good, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, it was. Like I just wanted I, to talk about gumbo, but I guess not. <laughs> when I when I met Russell and Doug at Animal Kingdom, I my dad and I were like, you know, stoked. We were because those are two of our favorite characters, and we got in there, took a picture, and it was like, get on out of here. You're you're adults. We got children here. It's like, come on. I wait, in, I wait in line like everybody else. Let me talk to my my little kid and talking dog. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Come on, Disney. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that's a really good point about Universal because, like, with without a large theme set up, like, yeah, that's great for like pictures with family or now social media since that's on the rise. Because I mean, setups were way before social media. Yeah, but <clears throat> you know, with that. Not on the rise, but with that being a big part with Universal, I think it's a good point because they're just like, well, you know what? We're going to make this exciting that you meet them. But also with Universal, they have characters that, you know, sometimes they may be outsourced. So they may have. So it's not really as feasible to put up a whole section here or put up or make up. Yeah. So, and it's, uh, I don't know, and, and 
I think for the most part, they place them in areas that are fitting for who is there and who, um, you can get good pictures with good backdrops anyways. And for me personally, mama, give me that natural outdoor lighting over whatever Disney is doing. Okay. I, I know I'm supposed to be talking pro-universal, not anti-Disney, but what the fuck is with the lighting <laughs> in Princess Fairy Tale Hall? It's so bad lighting. It's entertainment company, and my iPhone should take better pictures than it does in those places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand. So I actually no, kind I of think really appreciate fair. the natural lighting that you get outside for those pictures. And I just, I don't know, I think a picture with Beetlejuice like, in front of the horror makeup show is a great photo. It doesn't yeah. need any kind of fancy backdrop. You're in a theme park. The whole thing is a fancy backdrop. Right. And I, oh my, that's a really good point. You're in a theme park. The whole thing should look good enough to take pictures. Yeah. Oh. So I don't, hey. I, in fact, I think like Princess Fairytale Hall, again, I think that's a pretty boring backdrop for my pictures. Like, yeah, me and the princess look good, but we're just kind of standing in a room. Yeah. With curtains. And the curtains yeah. get me. I mean, the curtains are nice, I guess, but also like, I don't know. I'm not paying, I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a premier annual pass to come see them oh. curtains, you know? Them curtains. Don't make fun mm-hmm. of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, I wanted to add on too. You're talking about setups at Universal. Uh, I actually really like Transformers, how they come out of the oh, door yes. there. I do love that. That's that's a really another that's another good one, I think. Especially when uh, Megatron comes out. He just, just trashes everybody. Fantastic. Yeah. That's also a good point because that doesn't need a huge elaborate setup. You just need the door. You need something metal, kind of industrial yeah. that yep. works. And uh, it works I, for like a big dramatic reveal. Yeah, it does. I don't think Disney has any meet and greets on stilts. They don't, do they? No, I don't think so. Thank you. Re- oh, group, group. Yeah, group. Yeah. Yep. But not in Florida. There's none in Florida. No. So. No. Disneyland, yes, but not. Well, you, you know, in, in Florida, Universal is the king of stilt walkers. Oh my god, it they is. need to, they need to fucking chill on the stilts. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Okay, have you ever been arriving to horror nights or like anything, and they're doing an AP event, and they'll have like a person on stilts who's just wearing a T-shirt, like yep. this is Universal annual pass holder. And let me tell you, there is nothing on this godforsaken earth as funny as pants that are just like regular ass black pants that are made for stilts. Yeah. Have you, I mean, have you ever thought about the fact that it's yeah. like, yeah, the waist fits like a normal person, but the leg is about five and a half feet long? <laughs> like, I, 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 I would go into work in Horror Nights and I would see them for the AP days and I would just be like, what the pants size, bro? Like, I, I can't. It's so funny to me. I almost feel like they go too hard on the stilts sometimes, at least for stuff oh. like that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I think that's a fair point. But well, I do, I do really like, I like the, uh, I like the Transformers. I think they have good costumes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the only um, like regular Bigfoot stilt that they use there because there's like different kinds of stilts. Those are called Bigfoots, yeah. and uh, yeah. I know they're they're heckin' heavy. So I'm sure, so. sure they are. Fantastic. Okay, so now we're gonna move on to section two, the character interactions. So Corey, tell us about Disney character interactions. Um, one thing I wanted to say, um, I was, I just mentioned it earlier about Mary Poppins. Things of that nature are just spectacular. Like, like those, the character interactions with Mary Poppins is just, just wonderful. Um, I've you know, never met a Poppins who did not have perfect encyclopedic knowledge of the movie. Oh, so that's what I'm, I haven't either. And it was fantastic. Yeah. And that's why, that's why I keep bringing her up because I just, I am in love with that. Like, I just can't. It's just perfect in every way. But as is she. Yes. Practically perfect. Yes. 
but no, like uh, there's certain things, um, like the the way the interactions. Like, if I'm not mistaken, one of the cooler interactions that I remember is didn't Mickey used to talk in his oh, meet yes. and greet? Yes, he did. And on Main Street, he used to talk, and then he left. And he just quit talking to people. I'm, I've always, I've always uh, kind of wondered why Mickey, uh, got, got, you know, why he got quiet all of a sudden. But because they didn't want to pay the voice actors because they oh. have a higher pay grade. Okay, okay, I got you. Um, Bullshit. Oh, yeah, well, that's, that's the word for it. <laughs> anyway, it's Disney for Christ's sake. They don't have enough money to pay someone like twelve dollars an hour. No. Still. Yep. Yeah. On this show, we recognize those flaws. Yes. But yeah. Screw my ex. He sucks. But on our second anniversary, we went to Disney and talking Mickey was still there. And hearing uh, Mickey say "Happy Anniversary" melody was like genuinely one of the most surreal things I've ever experienced. And see, that's such a special thing. Like, to me, it's so it's so special to have like if you're Mickey's actually able to talk to you because, like, I've heard parents say that you know they've had their kids you know take their kids into the you know talk to Mickey and you know they're just kind of talking about their day with Mickey. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a, that's a moment that you just can't replace. So that's I wanted to mention that because that's a really awesome interaction that kind of just doesn't exist anymore. It just doesn't exist. It doesn't kind of not exist, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know that that's awesome. That was an awesome thing there. Uh, of course, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite interactions is messing around with Big Al and them over by the country. Oh Bears. yes, I absolutely love Big Al. When he gets going, he does some of the craziest things, and I just love it. Like it, the the one time I caught him, we were just walking, and he was just sitting in the, one of those little chairs over there, just you know, just you know, just chilling out, just doing mm-hmm. his thing. I just love that kind of stuff. Like when it, you you don't want to. It kind of, um, that's one thing that's good about them is they just kind of walk around. You know, you were yeah. talking about the spontaneous nature mm-hmm. of walking around. That that really helps out with that. Um, the, the little interactions that's been going on with, um, who is it that's been walking around? They've been having kind of uh, random meet and greets around the uh, Main Street uh, circle there. Oh, yeah. Wait, real quick. Can I just tell a big Al story so I don't forget yes, it? Yes, please. Please um, do. This please was, do. This was quite a while ago. I don't even remember which trip this was. This might have been just the last time I was at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I saw him, and um, he, was, he was talking with a kid, and I was going to take a picture with him, and I was like, big Al, more like thick Al. And he, like... <laughs> He like turned and like showed me his ass, <laughs> and it, it was incredible. It Love was it. So funny. I... Like, like he just kind of like turned his lower half to look at his own butt. It was a very Nicki Minaj <laughs> pose, and I was like, "Wow, I'm yes. absolutely quaking." The picture came out terribly. I looked really bad, which is why I never posted it. But oh. um, that was I love really Big Al. I literally just got a cup for my birthday. That's a I mug that has Bill Allen. Isn't it cool? It's like yes. from the 70s. Did you see my blood on the saddle interpretive dancing? I did. I retweeted it. Yes. Uh, anyways. No, yeah, for real though. Like that's the big, I, I love Big Al, man. I just, that one time I saw him just sitting in that chair and he just kind of looking around twiddling his fingers and like, just, yeah, I just love it stuff, man. I, I love when a character really gets into it like that, you know. Just, and they, Disney, Disney characters and Disney entertainment, they are 
absolutely grilled on character integrity and movie yes. knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To get approved for a role, you have to have encyclopedic knowledge of your movie. Beginning to oh, yeah. every iconic line, every song, you need to know the way the characters interact. You need yep. to know about if any sequels exist. You need to understand that. You know, Ariel, every woman who plays Ariel, she has to have seen all the Little Mermaid movies. She needs yeah. to know all the sisters' names, you know, all, all that stuff. And, yep. um, it's, well, it's, it's very detailed. And speaking on that too, they have to be able to sign their autograph the exact same way yes, too. Yes, they that's have to very important. <laughs> and honestly, I personally like that. I think it's fun because it gives you something to draw from, even if you've met the character many, many times. Yeah, you know, you still have stuff to draw from mm-hmm. to uh, talk to them about. Like, you know, maybe you've already talked about Ursula and Flounder and Sebastian as much as you can with Ariel, but you go back the next time we start talking about Eric and Melody. You know her daughter, yeah. and then yep. she can talk about Melody. She can do any of that. Yeah, it's me. I'm it is her. <laughs> it is. I just thought about that. Yeah. Oh, that was one of my favorite movies growing up. Because as far as I can think of, it's one of the only movies out there, especially animated movies, with a female character named Melody. That's awesome. It's a very uncommon name, but it made me really angry that she had black hair. Because I'm like, what the fuck? I'm a blonde. I cannot relate to her. (laughs) In case you all don't know, that is genuinely a big thing for a lot of little girls. Like, You cannot relate to a fictional character that doesn't have the same hair color as you. Really? It was for me and a lot of my friends. And I've heard a lot of other girls talk about it. It's just something you value a lot. And I'm like, no, why couldn't she be blonde? Damn it. The stresses of being six. Oh, that's... I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh, but that's really funny. Oh, no. It was, it's hilarious. Are you kidding? Please laugh at that. It's not, it's not the fact that she's a mermaid now. It's no. that she doesn't have blonde hair. She doesn't have blonde hair. Well, listen. There's always the possibility for me to become a mermaid, okay? Like, it could happen. That's I'm true. I never have black hair. I mean... That's that could never happen. There's no way to change your hair color at all. Not to black. No never. way. I have black wigs, but I, I will not dye my hair black. I can't. It's too scary. My eyebrows don't exist. It wouldn't work. Oh. <laughs> I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing you with like jet black hair right now. Just like. I mean, if go watch my TikToks. I wear a jet black wig sometimes. Yeah. It looks fine, but like I just. It well, dyeing your hair is a totally different thing too. Yeah. So. It really is. And black is so hard to get out that I'm scared if I did it, it would, like, I wouldn't be able to get it out and I'd be stuck with it until I grew my hair all the way back out. So, (laughs) Melody, we just can't, we can't be the same. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, um, well, Mel is in therapy for a second. Um, (laughs) for this trauma. Um, no, I think that's a, I think those are really good points with the characters. I also think it's really fun when you meet some of the uh, the face characters, some of the face characters can be absolutely incredible to me. Like, I will say yeah. this. People are always like, how, when I say this, my last trip, Aurora was my favorite meet and greet I did. And I did a lot yeah. of meet and greets. And it's because we, like, she, not only did she have knowledge about her movie, but like, she was bringing us up with me. Like, I had my pen. She was like, oh, are these are these uh, your your medals for slaying dragons? And I was like, oh, oh. these four are. And these are. And she was like, well, you have more than Philip. I was like, I know. Oh. <laughs> oh, it was it was fantastic. It was so fun. And That's so I think, I think, right. <laughs> uh, I think it's just a, a really fun, uh, I, I think it's fun to be able to speak to those characters face to face. It is. Um, 
but you also always have something to draw on, especially if you're like a child or a family or you're that person who waits in the line for the meet and greet and then has no idea who you're meeting. Yeah. But somebody else with you, and that does happen a lot. Yeah. People will wait in line and be like, so you're Bugs Bunny. <laughs> and oh, it's please, like, please not Bugs Bunny. We're not at Six Flags here. I'm just saying, I'm mean, like, people please. will be like, they were like, so <laughs> Daffy. And I'm like, no, that is Donald. Oh. But you know what I'm saying. Like, people do that. But no, when you finally. I know exactly what you're saying. You're saying, yes. like, people calling Donald Daffy. Like, I can't stand that. Like, like okay, Alvin and the Chipmunks. No. Oh, no. Yes, okay. So, one of my best friends in the entire world is a monk right now. She does it almost every day. And that is literally. Okay, her number one pet peeve is when people can't tell Chip and Dale apart. And I'm like, bitch, nobody knows the difference. Um, her number two <laughs> I pet do, peeve but is that nobody. Me. Everyone thinks they're brothers. They're not brothers. I thought they were. My mind was blown when I found out they weren't brothers. Yeah. Um, and the third one is when people call them Alvin and the Chipmunks. She's like, I can't believe it. Like, we just, we're not wearing sweaters. And I'm like, you're right. They also don't look the same. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I yeah. don't think they look the same at all. They don't even, not even close in my but opinion. But that is definitely something to point out though. Disney's, Disney has, beyond anyone else in the entire world, mastered the art of fuzzy characters. They like, have. They have. Absolute they have. perfection. They are yeah. not creepy. They are not unnerving. Like a lot of meet and greet characters like that can be. They're seamless. And yep. knowing how yeah. things work behind the scenes, again, this same friend, she works for Universal, SeaWorld, and Disney, and she does fuzzy characters for all three. She said, my God, the costumes at Disney are the best. They have the best visibility. They're the most comfortable. They yep. can be put on and taken off the fastest. They are just the most well-designed costumes of that type in the industry. And they I really are. Worth pointing out in this discussion, even though I'm not the Disney one. No, and, and, and real quick, before I forget, um, I'm a huge Up fan. I love Up to death. And mm-hmm. like Kevin walking around Animal Kingdom is one of the best things I've ever experienced in yes. my life. Kevin is she is just it's just gorgeous and it's so it's such a beaut it works so well because when she leaves the cast members can tell you that she's flown home for the day and I absolutely love that yes I love it yes that's very cute I haven't seen Kevin in person yet but I've seen all the pictures and videos and I live for it yeah she's she is awesome she and then she the the, the thing that makes that makes it the best is she actually speaks and does her little, you know, noises and mm-hmm. stuff. That, her that's what, which is yep. so funny to yep. me. Mm-hmm. And, then, and she even like uses her little wings or whatever, you know, like flaps them around. Mm-hmm. When she flaps those wings, like I'm in tears. Um, it makes me laugh every time I yeah. see it on the internet. I'm like, Bowie! Yeah, 10 out of 10 just so small. to like yep. those puppeteers are because that cannot be an easy thing to operate. Yep. And I, uh, I commend them. I'm sure it's a lot of the same people who do Raptor. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It has to be because yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean the the Raptor meet and greet at Hollywood at Hollywood Universal mm-hmm. is when they actually walk out is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like so spectacular. But that's a whole other thing. But um, <laughs> anyways, no, for real though, like the the puppeteers are fantastic. No, they are amazing. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good. I think that's a really good. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? You did good. Okay. Because <laughs> I can't think oh, of the word. You. Just give, you should have given me a pat But I think now we're going to move over to Mel so she can tell us about her, uh, or about Universal's uh, character interactions and why they may be better <laughs> than Disney. Alrighty. Well, shut up, Pearl. 
I'm sorry, my dog just Aww. crashed on the door. She wants to come in. <laughs> she also wants Pearl. to talk about how wonderful the meet and greets at Universal are in terms of interaction. So oh. again, the fact that it is so free roaming and open, I think really adds to that. I've had interactions with Beetlejuice specifically. I bring him up. I'm like a big Beetlejuice stan. I, I love him. So yeah. same here. I've hung out with him probably the most of any meet and greet character at Universal. And um, I've seen him pull more stunt shows and shenanigans than anyone else in a theme park ever. Really? Um, I've seen him spoon with the Lon Chaney statue in the horror makeup lobby. <laughs> I've seen him ride benches like a horse. I've seen him walk into the horror makeup show, not while it was running, but like before it started, run to someone who was wearing mini ears, take them off of her head and eat them across the theater, then run back out. Um, <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious. And you see those types of, of, of ridiculousness everywhere, and it's something you just don't get at Disney. You do not get that kind of random roaming element to the interaction. Again, like, I've been in the prop shop, and suddenly I was shopping with Marilyn Monroe. Like, yes. We were just looking at costumes together. She and I looked through the whole rack of clothes together once and talked about it. She yes. had a character. It was fantastic. And again, that's just not something I will ever experience at Disney. And you're... Sorry, go ahead. No, at Universal, you don't have to be nice to the children. So that's exactly <laughs> yes. That's the next thing I was going to bring up. Um, <laughs> Judy has a lot more of a sort of thirteen and up kind of vibe, and um, as an adult going to these meet and greets, um, and a proud and open slut. I really like to flirt with the characters. I have a lot of fun with that. And I yeah. get a whole lot more feedback at Universal than I do at Disney. Um, you know, I yeah. can't really, like, invite Mickey to my apartment after the day. But I sure can invite Beetlejuice. And he yes. sure is helping me, yes. <laughs> um, so I really, I like the sort of slightly raunchier element to a lot of the Universal meet and greets. Yeah, um, I do too. As, as an adult, you can get a lot more, I guess, humor out of it. Um, <clears throat> And it's just something you wouldn't get at Disney. There is not a single character at Disney who is ever going to do anything other than some of the villains. I can do anything like intimidating or, or flirtatious. I mean, I get maybe the stepsisters, but not the same way that you get at Universal. Yeah, that's, yeah. Good. Yeah, that's um, different. The so stepsisters are not going to flirt with you like Marilyn Monroe or Beetlejuice. I don't exactly. Know. Like Marilyn and Lucy, you know, they were like all over my dad when I brought him to Universal. And it was hilarious. It is. I mean, I think the closest we can get to that are the... Uh, citizens of Hollywood at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and even and that's yeah. about it. They're a lot more PG. I mean, they are. Like, they are. I, I don't know. I'm not going to say some of the things Beetlejuice and I have talked about, but <laughs> I'm like, this shouldn't be said in the theme park. But I'm glad you said it. <laughs> like, just very, very inappropriate conversation. It's it's fantastic. Um, that's awesome. So it really, I really is. enjoy all that. Um, the the sort of almost lack of attendance, I think, kind of induces even more shenanigans. Um, and this, this is something that people might view as a negative. I view as a positive in, for some characters. I don't want to say there's a, a lesser character integrity, but I think it's different. Um, you know, when you're meeting with Cinderella, she will very rarely, like you can't talk to her about what's going on in the parks, you know? Yeah. You can't really talk to her about current events. She's not going to respond. There is, you, that's just not how it goes. But mm -hmm. I find that Universal characters, it's sort of like they are their characters existing in the current world because yeah, um, like, like they're actually hanging out at Universal Studios exactly, that day. Exactly. That's what I love about their characters. Like you know, if you go to Islands of Adventure and you meet, <coughs> you know, and you meet like 
pop in olive oil or Betty Boop, you can talk about like what's going on in Jurassic Park, and they're like, yes. oh, you know, they know about Jurassic Park. They know about the dinosaurs. Yep. I mean, it's not, it's not as if they're like, yes, I will go on the roller coaster. It's like they're more like, oh, you know, did you see the T Rex in the, you know? But they mm-hmm. still know the different areas of the park. Exactly. Yeah, it, exactly. No, it's, so it, that, that's that's something I'm a big fan of. For sure. I, I, I agree 100%, even though I'm on the Disney side. You're right. That's very true. So, yeah. So, just to kind of summarize, I think with Universal, you get a, a little bit more mature interactions, more spontaneous and chaotic. I guess that's kind of the word I look for. Very chaotic meet and greets at Universal. And um, <laughs> does Disney have a troll and fart glitter? No, they don't. No, they exactly. don't. Exactly. <laughs> Case closed. Guy that, that, Diamond will fart glitter. That's the gamble Universal, right there. Know. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not. Gavel. I'm not. I'm not. I'm on Disney's side. That's the gavel right there for me. I just just hit it. That's it. That's... We don't even have to do section three. <laughs> no. Nah, I mean, listen. Okay. I hate. I hate what it is, but I like that they did it, and I think the way it looks is pretty impressive. And I like that every single time I go to ET, there's just like a little pool of glitter in that general area right on the right hand side of the entrance, and I'm like, ah. Oh, that's yes. booty glitter. That's. <laughs> Booty glitter. <laughs> that's booty Girl, that's glitter. A booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> Not a hole, Keisha. A valve. A valve. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that is one of my favorite, favorite vines. Oh, that you know is what? Classic. I'm doing a whole episode on this later about character meet and greets we think would be fun to uh, meet at Universal. They redid Magic School Bus. How fun would it be to meet Miss Frizzle? Oh. oh. And bring cool. out the HHN bus. Yes, it'd be so cool. It'd be so cool. <laughs> but you know, that's for another episode. But yes, I, I, I've been racking up some ideas for that. Um, but yeah, I think it's fantastic, and I think I think it's a really good point because, like, you know, with Doc Brown, Doc Brown can really talk about anything because he can anything. go to any time period. Yeah, and like, you know, uh, you even if you meet the minions, the minions can still know what's going around in the park. You know, mm-hmm. they can't yeah. see; they still know. Yeah, so it's sort of. It's sort of, even though the, the characters themselves are quite disconnected from one another, in a way that Disney ones aren't, like, they're all Disney characters, excluding, yeah. you know, Marvel or whatever else you want to consider not original Disney canon. At Universal, it's just like a hot mess of what all is there, but they can interact with one another, they can talk about one another, I've seen yeah. you know, Popeye and Beetlejuice interact, I've seen, yep. you know, Marilyn go over with Beetlejuice, like, I've seen all that kind of stuff, that whole area, everyone talks to each other, and I like that, I, I think it's it's different from Disney in a good way and I, I can't say I necessarily prefer one style over the other I just think they're different and I think for repeat visits it's more <coughs> universal you know and I think that's a really good point um, and now we're going to move on to section 3 the notoriety of the characters you are meeting you know who are, are they characters most guests are going to know are they characters that are just going to eh, throw it in there for people you know just to have meet and greet say mm-hmm. so and i've been saving a lot of stuff for this section so yeah. i'm excited so we're gonna start with Corey. tell us about disney okay so you just mentioned it earlier Mel's. you're talking about you know disney you know disney characters everybody's connected pretty much if you're going to disney world you know a lot of the characters there i mean to be honest, let's be honest here i mean you know Disney characters are known worldwide. I mean, if you're a human being, you know who most Disney characters are. If you're, if you live in this earth, you pretty much know who Mickey Mouse is. Like, let's be honest. Yes, and I think, I think that's one of the big points is when you are going to Disney, even if it's somebody who's not really in the, you know, somebody who's not 
that doesn't mean a lot like the stepsisters you know who they are though even mm-hmm. though they're more of a rare character yep or like you know who robin hood is even though he's more of a rare character mickey is and, as well known as god and that's what and that's what i'm saying like that's that's the biggest one i wanted to bring up was mickey because literally you could look you might be able to go to a village out in the middle of like timbuktu or wherever you know there's somewhere crazy out in the rural area or something and somebody's gonna know what Mickey Mouse, who Mickey Mouse is. Absolutely. That's just mm-hmm. that's you know you could go out in the middle of Madagascar and find someone who knows who Mickey Mouse is. That's just you know it's just one of those things. Like uh, you know, and there's plenty of other characters like that. Like with the rise in popularity and how popular Pixar is, pretty much all the Pixar characters are very very well known. Now some people might not know who like Joy is from Inside Out or you know some of the lesser known Pixar movies, but yeah. you know Buzz, Woody. Uh, you know, Mike Sully, you know, the huge ones, you know, uh, Lightning McQueen, like, oh, yeah, pretty much all the Pixar characters are very, very popular, well known. Um, you know, just in general, of course, the Disney princesses, Cinderella, Aurora, uh, you know, Tiana, uh, just they're all Tiana's one of the lesser known ones, but still, you know, Tiana's very should not be, should not be, should not be. I think we can all agree on that. Should not be. I'll agree with but, you on that one. But she is. I'm sadly say, but she mm-hmm. is. Um, it's similar to like Mulan. Like people go to Mulan, yeah. and they're like, I don't know who. Well, it, it's same thing. It, you know, I, I feel the same way with Merida. Like, like Merida is my favorite princess, and I don't think she's as well known as a lot of the other. You know. Yeah, I, like people like, go up and I be like, it's brave. Way more remembered than her movie is. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I'll, I'll I'll say that for sure because. I think Brave is quite underrated uh, compared in the Pixar lineup. I think Brave is quite nice, but I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't think it's the best. I don't think it's I bad think it by has any means. An absolutely incredible first half, and then a really weak yeah, second half. The, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I know exactly what you mean by that. Uh, it is, it is, it has its prop, has its problems. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, um, but you know, you know, you got Belle as well. Belle and the Beast. Those characters are just super recognizable. Um, of course, we you know we can get into the rest of the fab and you know talk about Goofy and Donald and Daisy. Well, Daisy's not part of the Fab Five, is she? But yeah, she is. is oh she? wait, no, no, she's part of the Sensational Six. Oh. Sensational because Six. They yeah. were like, we forgot about her. Let's create. Yeah, well, they, whatever. They, she's literally my favorite meet and greet in Magic Kingdom. Again, she's I, so I, I fun. I hate to segue, but super quick story about Daisy. The last time I met her was at the well, no, not the last time, but I met her at the Christmas party um, yeah. in 2018, 18, 17, 17, and um, she. I, I was like really, really, I was like going really hard in drag at that point. And yeah. I went up to her, her lashes were huge. And I was like, oh girl, those 301s, which for anyone who's listening who doesn't know, that's like the standard drag queen lash. It's the largest. It is. It's one of the largest false eyelashes available in the white market. Really? Um, yeah. And, and people stack them if you're doing drag. You stack they them. They do. Yes. I, I own about 10 pairs of 301s. Um, I don't wear them all at once, but I will wear three of them at once. Uh, so does that make them 903s? I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Math queen. I mean, no, I added 333 and then 1111. I'm really dumb, but even I can handle those numbers. Anyways, um, and I was, and then she went like full drag queen, like Daisy Vogue. Daisy was like pose that like she was full on. It was adorable, and I was living a fantasy with her. So, even though Daisy, Daisy, even though Daisy, Daisy, even though Daisy is, even though Daisy is uh, canon like cis female, she is the most drag 
Oh God, yes. queen character. Ever since that Disney one World. video of Sassy Daisy came out of Japan, I'm I guarantee they changed the entire code about the way she behaves because she did not used to act the way she does now. But I am so happy with the change. I do, and it's it's really not even out of character for, for no, her. not at all. She was always very like sassy and like very 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 feminine and yeah, know, like it's not out of character. It's just before she was a little bit more like Minnie, just like kind of cute and like ah, ha, ha, ha. and now yeah. she's like swaying the hips, stomping the runway. You know, it's amazing. Yep. So, and I think she it's said, they're more different from each other now. And I, they, I think they are to their dynamic. Cause I met Mickey, or I'm sorry, Minnie and Daisy together at the Christmas party. And it was super cute. It was me and my friend, shout out Darcy. I don't know if you, I don't think Darcy listens to this, but like shout out to Torch the Bats. Um, we if were you do listen kind of like Darcy. Matching, matching dresses and our dresses matched their dresses. And it was like, oh, it was a whole thing. That's awesome. I love that. It was cute. I'll send you the picture when we're done. Please do. No, I think that's a really good point. Cause like, even with Disney characters, like, not, let's be honest, not everybody's going to know who Bayamax is. No. But even with him being a meet and greet, people are still going to line up for a while for Bayamax. I waited for almost 30 minutes to meet Bayamax. Just on the Give, merit that uh, it's a Disney character. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just like, it's a Disney uh, character, so you're going to know I, I need to, someone of them. I need to do Baymax for, for real, though, like, because, like, I want to give him a hug, and that's, like, one of the biggest parts of his meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so uh, fun. I will say, they will yell at you. You need to put your pins in your shirt or mm-hmm. take them off. They will yell at you. Okay, okay. That, that makes sense. So yeah, that makes pins, sense. Yeah, if you have a pin lanyard, put it in your shirt. Okay. Set down anything else on the floor or sit it on the floor, and then oh. you can meet him. What if I'm just wearing my Madonna bra? <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like okay well let's just let's just take this picture five feet apart okay panorama two bros five feet apart they're not gay. <laughs> I love it well if he does if he does pop all he needs is some scotch tape and some go recharge it'll be alright true that is not that is not approved by costuming oh okay we jumped out a window <laughs> I love him so much. Oh, I love Baymax. That was one of the most fun meet and greets I did too. Um, yeah, no, I think cute. that's a really good point. And now we're gonna go over to Mel. Mel, tell us about the the what was the word? Notoriety. Notoriety. I almost said nobility. I'm like, that is not what I'm asking. That's definitely more a Disney thing than a Universal thing. They yes. got all the nobility over there. Those fucking bourgeoisie Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, notoriety of the Universal characters. Uh, yes. So, um, I think it is excellent to preface my argument with, obviously, Disney characters are inherently more well-known than Universal. One of the things that I've always talked about as being um, probably the biggest inherent difference between them as theme parks is that Disney is a genre. The word Disney evokes immediate imagery, sounds, yes. all types of things. It is its own genre of films. Other companies make movies that get called Disney movies because it's, it's like that, you know? Yep. Yeah. There is no such thing as a universal movie in the same sense. Yeah, um, I agree. The closest not... thing is like the monsters. Exactly. And that's and that, it. I wouldn't really count that in the same way because they've made so many movies that don't fall into that type of category. Yeah. So, um, and, and Disney really hasn't. I mean, of course, you know, they have their, their touchstone movies and those types of things, but anything in the main Disney canon sort of all fits together under the same tone, a lot of the same styles. Yep. Um, and Universal just doesn't do that. They're a normal type of film company that produces, you know, just kind of whatever they want. And yep. so on that alone, you're going to have a, a bigger hodgepodge of characters in different styles and genres. But 
that kind of leads back to them letting them all interact with one another, which I think makes it kind of cool. With all of that said, we're talking about Orlando, which part's got the Marvel characters? Ooh. Shade. Burn. Where can you you see America's ass, the side of the Mason-Dixon? Only Mm. at Universal. Why is that not the? Why is that not what it says on all the Universal commercials? I don't not, know. Not a skate, a, a vacation like none other. No, it's where can you see America's ass? Exactly. <laughs> Come on, Universal. I'm, you know, bring, take me back, please. Um, but yeah. So uh, they have a lot of Marvel characters, and I do think they do them very well. I think their cap, um, even though he is, you know, the comic book cap, is still very much in line with what you see in the current Marvel movies, and it works. Kids, it don't, kids don't care. They don't give a shit which company made the movies. They just know that they're seeing a character they recognize yep. and love, and they execute it pretty well. Um, at the same time, on the flip of that, I think most of Universal's best meet and greets are with unbelievably obscure characters or characters that were created just for the park. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. something that makes Universal meet and greets different. You know, the train conductor is a good example <clears throat> in. Um, Potter, whichever. Yeah, yes. You know what? That's a really good example. I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. People will line up like nobody's business to meet that train conductor. It is absolutely iconic. And I mean, yeah, there is like a conductor in the movie, but you know, all the different conductors look different and they have different like character integrity rules. They get to tag each other out. Um, You're allowed to see more than one conductor at once. Um, But yeah, so it, it. he, they are they are notable in the sense that they are iconic from the movie they come from, but they are not directly imitating someone. And yep. I think that makes it different, and it makes it more special. Because you're not just meeting with a replica of something, you're meeting with something that was created just for you to meet. Yeah. And I think that's something that really differentiates them. You also get, um, again, with the more obscure things, you know, Marilyn Monroe, Lucy, the Blues Brothers. Like, these are just not characters that are talked about much but are still pretty beloved well some of them aren't characters those are real people but which by the way does it like ever low-key bother anyone else that you can go have like a cheerful meet and greet with someone who lived a horribly tragic life and like like marilyn like do you ever think about that like that's it's kind of grim you know yeah i said this before on this show and i'll say it again i probably contributed to that because i met her when i was like five on my first trip Literally, my, my, I'm I'm in my dad's arms. I have a picture with him. My face is my face is like upset because I just was like, Marilyn smells. And I was. It was her perfume. You know, it's Florida. It's hot. It was yeah. the nineties. Yeah. I get it, but I really should. I really should have been whooped for that. Like I should have been popped upside the mouth for that. That's that was hilarious. rude. <laughs> she was like, who? I bet she was like, who is this nasty kid? Not raised right. Should have been like, well, you smell too. Wow. <laughs> But yeah, so you get you get some of those more obscure and even real life type characters. Um, which yep. Disney doesn't really have anything like that. Um, and then you have the the completely out of left field original things like the talking fountain, the Mystic Fountain. Yes, uh, one I of my favorite that. things in the entire not parts but the world. Yeah, hard, that... hard agree. Um, absolutely oh. one of my favorite things. I think it is so much fun. And maybe people would even consider it a meet and greet, more of like atmosphere entertainment. But I mean, whatever, we're gonna call it a meet and greet for the sake of this discussion. To me, um, it's more of a meet and greet. Exactly, you, you meet and you greet with him. Yeah, I'll never forget back right, oh, this was relatively early on when I was working at Universal. And to this day, I don't actually know who this was. So if for some reason you're listening, please tell me. So I went, I was by myself. I was going to go to Mardi Gras that night. I walked up to the Mystic Fountain just to like, you know, why not? Just say hi. 
And he was like, oh, hi, Mel's. And I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> I would have cried in the late. Hi. I was utterly confused. And um, we, we chatted for a little. And he was like, shouldn't you be over at Mardi Gras? Don't you work there? And I said, no, they didn't want me. I'm only like good enough to be scary. And he was like, well, go be scary at Mardi Gras then. And it was like, it was wonderful. So That's awesome. It's such whoever, a fun interaction. Yeah, it is. Oh. It is. It's a lot of fun. It's again, and he can talk about anything. Yeah. And Mystic Fountain talks about current events, old things, it's all kinds of things. Like, so it's a, uh, I don't know. I, I think overall the notoriety of characters at Universal is significantly lower, but they bring out things that are iconic and very unique. And, like, and real quick, real quick, I, before I forget. Yes, go. I'm um, sorry. I just no, have to get that before I forget. The Fountain actually has a brother, if you didn't know, and uh, he lives in the Netherlands. I found that out on my most recent trip here, so... Huh. Pretty cool. That's he's at uh, he's uh, he's at Wallaby Holland Park in the middle. I think I know who you're talking about. I think I know. I got a I got a video of him. So exciting know. stuff is coming up on Corey's channel. We'll talk about that in a minute. But like very exciting Ooh. stuff. Yes. On on uh, news whatever at eleven. Uh, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Theme park Boom. action news. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why is that? That's my channel now. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a YouTube channel, but if I did, that's what it would be. Mel, right, you better well, go copyright that. I'll take that royalty check whenever you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's five pennies from my paycheck, because that's what Honestly, I get. I'll take it, and I'll <laughs> give them to the Mystic Fountain. Wait, you get pennies? I thought, man, that's good, dude. <laughs> <people> get... good. <laughs> I'm still getting paid in dryer sheets. <laughs> Dryer sheets? They just stopped taxing me for air at my job. <laughs> wow, you get the whole molecule? I only get the electrons. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, no, I think that's a really good point, because I, I think even if the characters at Universal aren't as noticeable to everybody, like, maybe not everybody's seen Back to the Future. Y'all are gonna, y'all are gonna freak out. Are you ready? I just Freddy. watched it for the first time a oh. couple of weeks ago. Okay. Thank God. I thought you were going to say you hadn't seen it at all, and I was literally just going to leave. I was, I've only seen the first one so far. That's okay. But it was the first time a couple weeks ago I saw Back to the Future. Now I love Doc Brown. I really want to meet him. Good. I think it's so fun. Like, you know, it's for people, I think Universal is cool because, you know, it, they do, although some of our favorite attractions are gone for those movies. They keep some, the characters. They do. Like, Doc Brown's still there. If you want to meet Doc Brown, you can and meet. And you know Marty meets sometimes, too. Yeah. Very rarely, but... He doesn't yes. exist. And oh, you can be blue. Quick, one other thing on notoriety, they have SpongeBob, which that's pretty that's pretty not notoriety. Oh, that's massive, yeah. Yeah. And they by, do. And by, and by the way, like those SpongeBob, like like actual the way they look, fantastic. Like, yes, can, those especially are great if character. you you know, fun fact, I like very briefly went out with a guy who was like a a brand integrity representative from Nickelodeon. And yeah. part of his job was just to go do the Spongebob meet and greet, like, every couple of weeks to be sure that they were still Gucci. Honestly, that's really cool because I'm just going to say this. I'm going to do an episode on it. The Nickelodeon Studios is my favorite defunct traction of all time. I know yes. that's crazy to say, but it is. No, but it's okay. It's very deep-seated in nostalgia, and that's okay. But I just, I think it's cool because, like, what's crazy is even back when... You know, I started going when they even had Nickelodeon Studios. You couldn't meet, like, you couldn't meet CatDog. You couldn't meet Arnold. You couldn't meet the Rugrats. Like, but now you can meet SpongeBob. You can meet Dora and Diego, which aren't as relevant anymore. But you can meet those characters. And I think that's really neat. I know. She's yeah. about to get a live-action movie. She is. She'll so she will be relevant again. Ooh, okay. what if we get a live-action 
Dora. Mm, well, Eddie, we Eddie, raw, like yesterday. That honestly, surprise, surprise. Uh, my friend Allison sent me a picture of Shira, and that was the first thing, literally, what sparked me. I was like, I've had this episode planned. I was like, Shira is a new character at Universal for the, for the first time in a very long time. A new character. Well, uh, if we get if we get a live Dora, really. if we get a live Dora, we have to get an Eddie meet and greet. I mean, oh, it has yes, to happen. So we can eat her. Exactly. I mean, it has to happen. For those, sure. those tights, I'm going to eat your face. <laughs> I love uh, it. Okay, I've got I've got two more points real quick, and then and then I'll be done. Um, first one, horror nights. I'm not sure if we're really counting this as a meet and greet, but you have things like Chucky that I would very much consider a meet and greet. Where yeah. on earth else are you going to be able to meet a licensed canon Chucky? You know, there's nowhere else where you can meet. Nowhere. I, th- I think we can count it because, like, you can meet rare characters at the Christmas and Halloween parties. So yeah, well, I can, yeah. That, I think so that's I would fair. say in certain situations, there. I mean, you know, Jack had a meet and greet at one point in the early days. Like, there have been mm-hmm. meet and greet style interactions at horror nights. Yeah. And, um, having the opportunity to see, you know, a licensed, uh, legal, not cosplay or like home haunt level. Um, characters from movies like that I think is unique Um, that's one of the things I think genuinely differentiates Horror Nights from any other Halloween event in the world is that they have access to these IPs they can legally create these houses and these characters Um, and for a lot of people that's really exciting and then my last this is this is my closing statement for my debate Shrek 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 does Disney have Shrek no Shrek is love Shrek is life I need a therapist. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> no, that's actually a really good point. And, and don't don't forget cool. the Grinch. We got. Can we throw him? Yes. In there? Oh yes, of Please. course. Grinch is fantastic. I don't really like his new costume, but whatever. Oh, costume. that's yeah. His his new costume makes his bottom look like too plump. I don't He's know what. He's real I don't, thick. And I mean, yeah. like the Jim Carrey one is thick, and I get that they were kind of going for some inspiration off the new movie, but I liked when he was just all hair because that yeah. hair was yeah. so silky. Did you ever look at the way it would shine in the stage lights? I was like, damn, this bitch is a full body Pantene commercial. Yes. yes. Condition. I was like, he's using the good hair products. Oh, yes. The Pro V Which, formula. I mean, I guess you have to when your entire body is hair. But... <laughs> No, I, th- I think that's also a really good point because, like, with Universal characters, you even have characters that are iconic to people no matter what their age are, like the Dr. Seuss characters at yes, Island of Adventure. Yes, absolutely. You know or... that super viral video of the Grinch receiving an onion? Yes. Yes. It's a, it's a very good homie of mine. I love the Grinch. Love, love the Grinch. His meet and greets are fabulous, but now everybody brings some onions. If you're listening to this, stop. It was funny the first time. Yeah, that's just, anymore. that's a one-time thing. That They're worked tired once. of getting onions. This is coming from the source. Just trust me. I mean, I, 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 I think that's just something that you just... If you did it first, you did it right, and then nobody else needs to do it. Yeah. The only thing that came close are the people who came in, like, Victorian garb, and they had handcrafted, you know, the angel that the Grinch makes in the movie? Yeah. Yes. Martha? There was a there was this, like, group of friends who made that, like, out of metal. Like, it was completely oh. screen accurate, and they gave it to him. That's that awesome. That was absolutely incredible. And that video made me, like, weepy in a way that the Onion one never did. That was just funny. But, um, yeah, so gifts for meet and greet characters is really nice guys just they can't eat food don't give them food can't eat food they can't take money yeah well so know that if it was me well, i take the money <laughs> just kidding i'm just well, kidding I mean, like uh <laughs> if you were to meet like uh 
uh, Scrooge McDuck, he cannot take your money. Aww. He doesn't need it anyway. He's rich. That's very so, true. Wait, so you're telling me, you're telling me I can't walk up to Cinderella and make it rain on that ass? Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I really think she'll be like, do you see that I live in a palace? You just walked through it. Do I need these American dollars? And I would be like, whistle while you twerk. Did you just say whistle while you twerk? Really? I did. I love it. That's a real song, by the way. It is a real song. Is it really? Please look it up. It is. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was my anthem in high school. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) I'm like not even kidding. That was my brand my senior year of high school Disney and twerking. Honestly? Same. Still kind of my brand. I'm just not. I'm like much better at like a pussy pop than twerking. So that's more what I do now. But whatever. Tomato, tomato. Sure. Front so back, yeah. whatever. Closing statement with Shrek. We're good. <laughs> Honestly, with both of these, uh, both of these arguments were really good. But we know who I the winner is. I think I know who the winner is. It's mm-hmm. obviously Shrek himself. <laughs> just Shrek. And I think this is going to shock some people because we all know this is dyslexic. We know who I am. We know, like, what my thing is. But I rule in favor of the better meet and greets being at Universal Studios. Hey! Ah, case closed. So, congratulations on congratulations to Universal and to you, Mel, for being a fantastic lawyer for Universal. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Growing up, people said, ooh, you should be a little lawyer, which is what they say to kids who are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what they meant when they said that to me. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, they weren't really encouraging me. Okay. No. no. They don't actually <laughs> think you could succeed in law school. They think you talk back too much. Okay, I think we learned earlier we can't. I can't succeed in law school with me not knowing what half the words I was saying then. <laughs> no. <laughs> but just the campus tour. <laughs> yeah, I just took the campus tour. They didn't give me my um, social schedule, so I just left. <laughs> <laughs> no but I think uh, yeah I rule in favor of Universal so before we go we're going to do some plugs Corey do you have anything you would like to plug sure uh, if you want you can follow me on my YouTube subscribe to me on there it's just Corey Mathery C-O-R-E-Y M-A-T-H-E-R-Y you can follow me on there same on Twitter and uh, I do some TikToks on Corey Says Yo on TikTok if you like getting into all that so I do Instagram as well, daily theme park photos. So that's about it, though. I'm just going to say, I've said it once, I'll say it again. I'm a huge, huge fan of Corey's YouTube channel. Like, as soon as the new video's up, I'm like watching it and I'm texting him. I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. It's so good. I'm so proud of you. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. I, I'll, I'll say this if you ever become my friend, that's I will do that to you with all your endeavors. And oh, don't, the don't think I'm real. I will. You are like the most supportive friend. Oh my god! Yeah, I try to fact. be. That's a fact. I try to be. Um, and so, so is everybody who's been on the show has been so supportive and helpful. And like, I got a message yesterday on Twitter, almost made me cry. Like it was so, it was sweet, and it, it wasn't anything extreme. It was just, it was just a really nice message. Um, so for those of you who are enjoying, thank you. But um, there are some very, very, very exciting and maybe uh, European-like things coming to Corey's channel. Ooh. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I actually don't think I've subscribed to you yet. And I'm there really might be one on there that. right now. Oh, it's okay. I don't. There might be one now. There might be. Ooh. Ooh. Guess I'll be running over there. Oh boy. Just running to the YouTube headquarters. Show me the video. Yeah, I'm just gonna run all the way to where Corey lives and be like, "Okay, I'm here." I'll just draw. I'll just play it through y'all through off my computer. Then you don't have to watch it online. You can watch it offline. <laughs> no, no buffering oh. needed. Okay, Corey, I'm gonna need you to put it on a VHS tape and mail it to two one five. Yeah, <laughs> I can do that. I, I live. I, I might be one of the few people that could still do that if you really we need, need me to. We need yeah, this we modern technology do. of VHS. Tapes. Honestly, could you imagine though? That would be kind of a cool way to like to take all your YouTube videos and put them on a VHS tapes just for the aesthetic. Yeah, uh, that would be cool. That would be very cool. I actually like that idea. Thank you. But, Again, I'll take the royalty check whenever you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that's fantastic. Uh, make sure you go follow him because I do and I really recommend it. And Mel, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Sure. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mel's Dien. That's M E L L S D I E I N. Uh, on Twitter, I I don't know what I do, but I'm definitely there. I talk about a lot of haunted houses, sort of been shying away from HHN a little bit lately and really, really going sort of like elbow deep into the, uh, into the more independent haunt scene. Um, I'm going to be trying to go to as many extreme haunts as I can. So if you want to read about write-ups of like getting fondled and covered in artificial semen and having bags put on my head and tied up in haunted houses. I tweet about that kind of stuff. Um, the haunt queen, basically. I, she listen, is. I'm not there yet, but I want to be. <laughs> bit by bit. One, I've done 55 unique haunted houses at this point. Um, I want to keep going. So, uh, Also, TikTok. I've, I've really been going in on the TikTok lately. Same name, Mel's Diane. It's the same on all social. If you want to follow me anywhere, Instagram, TikTok, um, uh, Twitter, and I'm considering a YouTube channel, but I haven't done anything with that yet. We'll see if that goes anywhere. But yeah, TikTok is mostly makeup, horror, little 15-second fictional stories, theme park nonsense. Your theme park um, fan service is spectacular. Thank you, thank you. Did you see my Soren interpretive dance today? I did not. I'm not. No, I there. haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's like it's a mix of what it feels to ride Soren and what it feels like to chew five gum. Nice. So, <laughs> Or what it's like nice. to do five gum on Soren. On Soren. Oh, yeah. wow. So, Give me the chills, why don't you? I know, right? So, yeah, that's uh, that's that's what I got to plug. Mel's dying. I'm, I'm a brand. The brand. Honestly, that's fantastic. And I'm going to hype her up just to, like I did Corey because hype train. I have been a big fan of Mel since I met her. Like, no. we almost met like almost like two, three years ago. It's, but yeah, because we met before HHN 27 started, right? We did. It's been, a, yeah, we've known each other a while. Yeah. So it's been a minute. But I will say this I was a fan before and then I met her and then I became even fan her tiktoks are hilarious they are so unique and different like they are so creative and um so you need to watch it she posts them on twitter even if you don't have tiktok i do yeah Um, not all of them i actually post way more stuff on my actual tiktok than what goes up on twitter but kind of the all the theme park stuff makes it to twitter and the like the most well produced of my makeup videos also make it onto twitter and instagram so even if you don't use tiktok you can still see whatever i make video wise on those platforms um, I just like doing it. I'm living in a new state. I have no friends, and so I like to fill all my empty time with uh, some type of creative endeavor, so I'm not just, like, rotting. Honestly, say that's how this podcast 
podcast. That's how this <laughs> podcast came to be. I can't speak the at all. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. I'm from Boston. Podcast. Yeah. Podcast. Honestly, your cockies. <laughs> no offense to anybody from Boston. I just I'm oh, I'm no, slipping today, full, y'all. Full offense to people from Boston. <laughs> Oh shoot! People from Boston would make fun of me from Kentucky, so I'll I'll take I'll make fun of them just the same. Yeah, I'll make fun of you for being from Kentucky too. There you go. You know you have to make fun of me too because we're both from Kentucky, which most people don't know I'm from Kentucky. Man, I sound so much like you're from Kentucky. Yeah, Uh, that's why most people they're like, "Where are you from?" I'm like Kentucky. They're like, "No, you're not." And then I'll and then I'll say a word like five, and I'll be like five, and they'll (laughs) be like, "Oh, never mind, I was wrong." Yeah, as soon as I tell people I'm from Kentucky, they're like, yeah, I figured you're somewhere from there, from Georgia or something like that. I was like, I'm yeah, from Tennessee, fine. but I just have no accent whatsoever. You got a Pennsylvania like, accent for sure. Which is weird because I'm not from Pennsylvania. I know, but you have one. My, dad is, though, my dad is by far the person who taught me how to speak and like communicate. He's a yeah. He was a speech professor and a mass communications professor. So he was like, my child will not have any type of distinguishable Southern accent. This child will speak good English. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I do Anyways. have some Pennsylvania slang. I say, like, slang. stoop. Stoop. I say that one. Like, putzing. stoop kids afraid to leave a stoop? Just putzing around. Putzing oh. around, huh? Yeah. I do. I, I have heard that. Um, and as for me... Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Scott021 or look up Dyslexic. I'm always tweeting about theme parks and amusement parks and reality TV shows, which, not gonna lie, slightly freaking out because I'm missing the premiere of Big Brother today. But I'm gonna watch it tonight. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. You don't know. I got. I have. To, I'm gonna watch it tonight. I'm gonna catch the tail end of the episode, which is fine. I think. I think it started by now. Um, or you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Dyslexic96. I also, I go live on there about once a week to talk about the episode, uh, theme park news, or you might see me cry on live about uh, reality shows and me getting angry about how so-and-so got eliminated on Drag Race or how so-and-so oh. is such a jerk on Big Brother because I get way too wrapped up into those shows. <laughs> and let me just hype up for a second. You've been on like a like a meme train lately yes, you have. on Twitter. You've yes. been killing it with the comedy, and I've been loving it. Like, thank you. I, I, de- I never retweet. <laughs> I never expect anybody to like even see it, but like I'll tweet it, and then there's some that'll get lots of likes, and some that'll die off. But some the ones that are that'll die off, I'm like, that was so funny, hey, but the, it probably wasn't. It was to me though. <laughs> the big the big thunder one was fantastic. I'm glad. Big thunder one I have right now. I'm still getting stuff. And I tweeted that like four days ago. <laughs> I'm glad you are because it, it's worth it. That was a good. That was a good one. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and you can uh, listen every week here on Anchor, uh, and uh, you can check out episode one through seventeen if you liked this episode. You can also listen on. Most other podcast services, but I'm going to name them. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Freaker, Stitcher, and Radio Public. Obviously, you're listening on one, but I'm going to say more because maybe you have to pay for this one and you don't want to pay for it. Or, you know, times are tough. Sometimes I can't pay for stuff, and that's just the tea and truth about me. So, i like to throw that out there for everybody. And um, thank you both for being on. I really appreciate it. Thank you listeners for listening. Share this with your friends if, you know, they think, if, you know, you may think they like this silliness and random ranting that I put out to the world each week, and I hope you all have an amazing week, and goodbye, everybody.
Goodbye. Bye.